This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, agencies receive guidance on which employees are eligible to join a union. Looking for a job? Now could be a good time to start your intelligence career. It looks like there needs to be more communication between the Pentagon and military criminal investigators. These stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. Agencies may have a clearer picture on how to determine an employee's eligibility to join a union. The Office of Personnel Management has released guidance to help agencies review and, if needed, correct Fed's eligibility to join a bargaining unit. Agencies can use bargaining unit status codes to make this adjustment. The OPM guidance is a response to recommendations from the White House Task Force on Worker Organizing and Empowerment. The task force recommendations aim to encourage workers organizing and collective bargaining in the federal workforce. House and Senate Democrats reintroduce a bill to give feds a large pay increase in 2024. Federal News Network's Drew Friedman reports. The latest version of the FAIR Act would give most civilian employees an 8.7% pay raise next year. The raise would be broken down into a 4.7% base pay raise and a 4% average locality pay boost. If enacted, it would be a sizable jump from the 4.6% raise for 2023. Virginia House Democrat Jerry Connolly has introduced the FAIR Act every year for nearly a decade, but Congress has never enacted any version of the bill. Drew Friedman, Federal News Network. The Veterans Affairs Department is more than halfway to meeting its hiring goal for health care workers this fiscal year. Federal News Network's Jory Heckman has more on that. The VA's Veterans Health Administration is looking to hire 52,000 employees before the end of fiscal 2023. VA Undersecretary for Health Sharif Elnahal says VHA meeting its hiring goal would result in a 3% increase in the number of healthcare employees on board at the agency. Elnahal says that so far, VHA has seen a 1.5% increase in the number of employees who have been brought on board. And that's in less than half of the year, and so I'm optimistic that we'll hopefully meet that goal. Jory Heckman, Federal News Network. The National Security Agency is embarking on one of its largest hiring sprees of the last three decades. The NSA says it has over 3,000 job openings. It's a notable amount of open positions for a spy agency that typically has low turnover. The openings cut across fields including computer science, cybersecurity, math, data science, engineering, and intelligence analysis. The agency also says opportunities are available for entry, mid, and senior level professionals. The National Institute of Standards and Technology is setting new standards for responsible use of artificial intelligence. NIST's new AI risk management framework gives public and private sector organizations several criteria on how to maximize the reliability and trustworthiness of AI algorithms they develop or deploy. Those include whether the AI is reliable, transparent, and explainable, and avoids harmful bias. The framework is non-binding and not specific to any particular industry. Congress requires NIST to create an AI risk management framework as part of the 2020 National Artificial Intelligence Initiative Act. New cybersecurity requirements for contractors working with the Department of Veterans Affairs. Federal News Network's Jason Miller has the details. The Veterans Affairs Department finalizes a new rule updating and adding new cybersecurity requirements for acquisitions. Among the most significant changes is the addition of a liquidated damages section for a breach of VA-sensitive personal information. 
Another change is VA brought in the term counterfeit or gray market IT products to include used items represented as new or the false identification of grade, serial number, lot number, date code, or performance characteristics. The final rule goes into effect February 23rd. Jason Miller, Federal News Network. The Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency is warning of a cyber exploit that's already affected agencies. Federal News Network's Justin Doubleday reports. CISA says it has identified suspected malicious activity on the networks of multiple federal agencies. It stems from a widespread phishing campaign launched last year. The hackers tricked victims into downloading remote monitoring and management software as part of a refund scam to steal money from their bank accounts. But CISA says the exploit could be used to also gain control of victim networks. CISA and other agencies are recommending network defenders ensure that they're blocking phishing emails, auditing the use of remote access tools, and checking their logs for any unusual uses of those tools. Justin Doubleday. Federal News Network. More than two dozen agencies spent more than $40 million through the Commercial Platforms Initiative run by the General Services Administration. New data for fiscal 2022 shows more than 53,000 users submitted over 150,000 orders to the three pilot platform providers. GSA says IT products, office equipment and supplies, and office furniture were the items most often purchased. Meanwhile, user satisfaction was high, with 93% saying pricing was fair and 81% saying user Using the platform save them time. GSA plans on expanding the initiative with new awards later this year. Military criminal investigators are not always keeping DOD procurement integrity officials in the loop when they open cases on suspected contract fraud. The DOD inspector general says that's a problem because it can leave officials without the information they'd need to suspend or debar contractors who are behaving badly. In a new report, the IG found Army, Navy, and Air Force investigators frequently failed to notify procurement officials when they opened cases and when they closed them. Those notifications are required by DOD and military service regulations. The Defense Department's new small business strategy focuses on increasing opportunities for smaller companies through training and education. DOD says small businesses can use the 96 Apex Accelerators or Assistance Centers across the country to help increase readiness and find more business opportunities with the Pentagon. The strategy emphasizes aligning small business activities with national security priorities. Small businesses make up 73% of companies in the defense industrial base, and last year, small businesses were awarded over 25% of all all DOD prime contracts. And Defense Department leaders need more training on how to make decisions in a contested information environment. The recommendation comes from a newly released Government Accountability Office report. It says the nation's adversaries are exploiting social media, IT, and other parts of the information environment. While the Pentagon trains its leaders to counter those security threats, it has not issued guidance about what the training should include. JEO says without more direction, military leaders may not be able to make effective decisions. You can find more information about these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com. Search Federal Newscast and subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or Apple Podcasts. I'm Eric White. 